Cliffcentral.com. Future CEOs on Cliffcentral.com. Welcome to Future CEOs here on Cliff Central. It is 2 p.m. on a Thursday, and of course, what, what does that mean? And I have to be careful with what I say, because we usually say this is the best show on Cliff Central, but actually, <laughs> we've been joined by two other presenters here who are going to add some really great value, but I can't say that, can I, guys? It's not really the best, because... Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say the best, maybe the best in your own uh, in your own view. <laughs> some of us have different views, you know? <laughs> well, yeah. well uh, let me say it this way. Some in Certainly in this area, I think... Of uh, really being a future CEO, what does that mean? Entrepreneurship, career, business. We we like to think that we're the best. Mm. Yes. And so, welcome to the show. Uh, that is the question. Are you a future CEO? If you say yes to that, well, then this is the show for you. What does it mean, though, if you are a young, up-and-coming entrepreneur who wants to grow their business, or perhaps you're sitting in the co- uh, the, the office, a cubicle rather, um, in a large organization, you have, you have your eye on that corner office, well then, um, yeah, you're a future CEO as well. Have either of you ever sat in a cubicle and said, I'm going to take that corner office? You know, I, at a certain stage in my life when I was uh, entering the corporate industry, I thought of that. But then I realized there's more to my life, you know. There's more. I yeah. Think. So, um, yeah, I mean, I left corporate a couple of months back and I haven't looked back since. It's been amazing. No, yeah. no, no, very good. Just just introduce yourself to everyone, please, so that All they right. hear the, who the voices are here. All right. I'm Sampua Petros and I host the Unplugged <clears throat> and in Charge radio show. Thursdays at 12, man. A little bit more. Okay. So Some background. So I'm all about leaving my mark, you know, leaving my mark on the next generation. I know um, I, I really believe that um, your life is really meant to be lived and lived out large. So I'm going after each and every dream that I've ever had and uh, trying to make a statement with my life. Radio has always been a passionate, passion of mine and I made sure that I get onto a platform that allows me to to live out my passion. In the coming months, uh, who knows, TV, who knows uh, what's next. Uh, I'm really just trying to be a really influential person and making making people realize that they can live their life and they can live life on their terms. You don't need to conform to the the, the stereotypes or, or, or opinions of other people, but you really need to make up a choice for yourself and really live your life on and your I, terms. I like I like the energy that you guys are all feeling as you're listening to some people. Why? Because, well, actually, we're going to be talking about um, something that <laughs> he may have to incorporate yeah. or may not. We'll get some opinions in just a moment. Across across the, the desk from you, Mr. Mr. <laughs> Sir, Sir Malinga, right? Yes. How are um, you? Welcome. Yeah, uh, the name is KF, KF Malindi Jr., um, one half of the immigrants. Do, do we really call you KF? Yeah, you guys just call me KF. Always. Okay. Okay. Always. Okay, I go by it. the initials. It's like a political thing. Done. <laughs> so, yeah, um, one half of the immigrants we host um, Zim Conversations. And a bit of background on me, man. I think radio is still very new to me. Mm. But you can't run away from the power of media, mm. especially in the 21st century. Uh, my background is more of um, non-governmental child rights activist uh, sort of background, you know, political science and so forth and so on. But the way to disseminate information in the 21st century is, you know, media. So, you know, you're looking at your Facebook, your Twitter, radio. People want to hear your voice, mm. you know. And um, I think we're tired of the old school way of doing things. 
let's take it you know up a notch and yeah your, this, is, this is my move we're gonna we're gonna explore some of your background as the conversation <laughs> progresses and develops because right. today what we're talking about we're talking about the the impatient entrepreneur mm. and it, it seems to be something that um, we're encountering more and more even just yesterday we were at the the, the, the leader x event at santon convention center someone came uh, up to me after one of the panels that we were facilitating and 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 she said no, i, I want to start my own business she hasn't even finished varsity yet but she wants to start <laughs> her own business yeah. and, and she asked one of the ceos that was on the the panel what she should do should she go into a corporate environment and learn a little bit more and be exposed to some of the things that are available there or should she start her own business he said actually just hold on a little bit yeah i don't think she liked that <laughs> um, I, and and I reiterated it. But what, know, what are your thoughts? I mean, yeah, you know what? With that's the thing about media. Yeah, we're exposed to everything that's going on around us. You know, and it's instant. internationally, right? Mm, yeah. And just before we got on the show, we were. Um, I was looking at um, um, uh, what's his name, Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. and watching one of his videos, and I'm thinking. This brother is about my age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. we're you know we're worlds apart, mm. and. There is that that pressure to say, you know what, our backgrounds aren't that different. He's mm. got a degree, I've got a degree. You know, we've gone to good schools. We've all gone. Why can't I do that? Why yeah. have I not been able to achieve the same thing? But then you look at someone like Jack Ma, and Jack Jack Ma says, you know, this is a great between great the, example. Yeah, between the ages of twenty to thirty, work for someone, mm. learn from that someone. Don't get into a very big corporate um, uh, institution or, or entity. Work in a small entity where the CEO or the managing director can be an actual mentor to you. Yeah. Oh, so we're talking about a flat kind of structure? Yeah. yeah. When you, because if you get into a very big corporation, you're just one of the nuts and bolts, mm. you know, then from the ages of 30 to 40, make a lot of money sure. and do what you're best at. Shucks. 50, 40 and afterwards to 50, he's like, you know, Work with young people. I, I like this idea of phasing things. Well, what do you think? I mean, I, yeah, I, I like that size. Well, yeah. you know, tell us what your thoughts are. Okay, so I'm going to talk from a youthful point of view. And I, I really think that um, making money at 30, 40, why can't I make it now? Like, <laughs> why can't I make it now? And I, I think one of the greatest lessons we can ever learn from life is the fact that there is no right path to making it or there's no right way of going about it so if your path is going through the corporate and learning things from corporate and getting mentors and really going through the process then who am i to say that that's the wrong path for me on the other hand hold on I'm the right guy because uh, I'm not saying me <laughs> specifically, yeah. right? But for someone that has a certain kind of context, a yeah. certain kind of background, you've seen how things work. Yeah. You've seen how many people fail because they skip out on these valuable learning mm -hmm. opportunities. I come to you and I say, don't start yet. Start later. Um, and, and then Jack Ma, billionaire. Yeah. And he's saying, hold on, start later. And you're saying, sorry, Mr. Billionaire. I'm not interested in what you're saying. You know, it depends on how you view that person. For me okay. specifically, I look up to a lot of people, right? And I respect what they've done with their lives. Mm. But at the same time, I want to be the best version of myself. I want to be some Piwe Petros. And I've got my own story to, to go through. I've got a lot of lessons to learn. And who knows? Maybe I'll, I'll listen to you and you'll protect me. And I should have gone that path. But what if I go a different path? I respect your opinion, but I want to go a different path. Please. And learn things about myself and mess up a couple of times and 
and be imperfect and go flat out broke and then say, okay, no, you know what? Maybe I should go back into corporate. Go back into corporate, work there in corporate, and then you know what? Realize that, no, you know what? Life is short. I'm going to go out there, make mess up a couple more times, and then eventually make it. Because people like Mark Zuckerberg, did they actually go the formal route, you know? No, they didn't. Exactly. And you're right. I, I believe in messing up. Yeah. There are different kinds of messing up. Because, you know, our generation, you know, we, we talk of messing up and we're like, oh, it's good to just mess up. No, it's not good to just mess <laughs> yeah. up. If you were headed in the right direction, but it didn't work out, mm. that's a good kind of messing up. Yeah. Not yeah. where you know you're headed in the wrong direction yeah. and you're still headed there because you're allowed to mess up now. Mm. But then look at someone like, you know, I believe in experimenting and, you know, taking different routes, you know. Um, it's important. You need to be, you know, it, it's ingenuity. It's creativity, yeah. right? We need to be diverse. However, look at Julius Malema. Yeah. Best example. You know, mm-hmm. he started off too young, got a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and then went rock bottom. Yeah. And even though he's kind of back now, we will never forget the scandals that tarnished his image yeah. when he was still in the ANC. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that sticks with you forever. And I think that's the biggest problem of rushing to be like a, what, you know, the, the a CEO yeah, too yeah, fast, right? Yeah. Because you make mistakes, certain things come with maturity. Yeah. That's my belief. But, uh, but I also like the point that you bring up, which is to say, what is brand me? What, what, what is being reflected or what is being exactly. seen and perceived yeah. out there? Yeah. And so I think if you can carry yourself in a certain kind of way, then you're okay. If your communication is good enough, then you're okay. I you, think, you said something which convinces me that you're then on the right path, mm. which is, I'm going to go broke. <clears throat> And I'm okay with it. Yeah. But if if you think that you're going to be this multi-millionaire um, and it's all going to be roses and you know, <laughs> uh, w- whatever the case is on your path, well, then maybe you're in you're, you're under the wrong kind of yeah. – it's an illusion. I think it's time to wake up from that dream because that's not how life works. I think the biggest thing about life I've learned so far in this, in this journey is the fact that you're going to fail a couple of times and it's okay to fail. What failure does for you is that it makes you realize who you are and that you really have what it takes when you get up. For me, the biggest thing is identity. When you realize who you are and what you're on this planet for, then you can get a lot of stuff done and you can be very intentional with what you're doing. You're not going to listen to this person saying that you should go that way. Because at the end of the day, a lot of people want the best for you. But do do they really know what the best is for you? Mm. I think you as an individual, when you know who you are, really know what's best for you. And you have to go on that journey and know who you are for me. Now, I know something about both of you that the, that, that maybe the, the listeners here may know, but maybe don't. Mm. And that is that both of you are quite well educated. Yeah. You have a solid foundation. Mm. And so you maybe can be making some of these statements. Uh, let's talk a little bit about then this idea of phasing. Um, se- setting a certain kind of foundation yeah. and then making decisions. Remember, we're talking about you know, the impatient entrepreneur yeah. and we don't want yeah. to force anything. Yeah. Right? You know, I think where it's very important is to get some facts straight is I come from, like I said, a more legal, uh, political, non-governmental background. Mm. So, of course, someone in the corporate sector as a CEO or as a leader, yeah. um, the aim, the goal is monetary. Um, with my sector... It's a bit more philanthropy, uh, humanitarianism, you know, sure. so you're working for the people. Yeah. So your aims and goals are not, you know, necessarily all corporate or financial. Mm. And there's no way you can work with people without, you know, we, we say countries are led by educated men under the guidance of wise men. Mm. Or, you know ins- I mean? or inspired men. I mean, yeah. if I may also add. Exactly. So. I think in in terms of that, your background definitely does shape 
the direction that you must take. Yeah. You know, which is why we even have like, um, age restrictions when it comes to presidential candidacy. Mm. You know, I mean, in the States, it's 40. Yeah. And it's, it's because they say that at that age, you are maybe in a position to now, you know, have people under your wing. Yeah. For me, I think the biggest thing is that this is life, right? Don't rush it. You know, I think we need to learn something simple. It's called faithfulness. Hold on. That sounds, uh, sounds like you're backing off. Yeah. Or, sounds- or, or, or are you balancing it? Yeah. Out? No, I'm Cause, balancing cause, it because I, I hear this, I hear this intensity, this desire to move, but now I'm, I'm not even backing something off. a little bit different. I just think I realize who I am and this journey I've been on. You know, I always wanted to be on TV and radio from high school, okay. high school days, you know, but I realized and my parents, thanks to the guidance of my parents, I went through varsity and I learned a lot about who I am. And through all my failures through industrial engineering, I really got to realize what life is all about to me. Uh, I went through engineering. I did all I needed to do. I learned a lot. I learned a lot of things about process mapping and all that. And I realized that this is not me. Mm. It really isn't me. It's going to serve you potentially, yeah. right? It's going to serve you. You know what, I, I just want to say, you said you, you've always wanted, I've always wanted to be on radio and TV as well. Yeah. I didn't rush it. Yeah. And it's taken me 30 years. But then unlike a lot of other people, I didn't start from the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just went straight to the top. Exactly. I waited. And then, you know, it was. Exactly. And that's the thing. That's you know, a very good point. Yeah. I had the dream. I had the dream a couple of years, over 10 years ago. I mean, I had this dream, but for me, executing the dream took a little longer and that's okay, you know, because you still got to learn and be faithful in the journey and be faithful with what you've given because when you're faithful with the little, you'll be faithful with the, with the great things and mm. you're going to learn a lot about who you are on this journey. That's yeah. the most important thing. That's the, one, that's the one thing I want to emphasize is that as much as we want to be something, sometimes maybe you're going to be that type of person in a couple of years' time, but are you willing to grind and work hard until you make it? And that's the point. I, I think what we, must be, what we must always understand is that there are only some basic principles that really govern everything that we do, any kind of interaction we have, even us here in studio – do we trust one another? And that's the key word I want us to go to. Yeah. Harith, I want to question you. I want to question you. <laughs> oh, 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 Cause you some, let me... Yeah, because I, okay. uh, yeah, I just thought of something. Okay. And I'm sorry. It might not be as, as relevant to what you're speaking about right now. Go, but go. It's fine. The impatient CEO. Is this a racial phenomenon? Mm. I see impatience amongst my fellow black people way more than I do um, within the Caucasian community. And hmm. to go a bit further... Entre- entrepreneurial skills That's mm-hmm. the right way to say it Are handed down From generation to generation More within Caucasian families Yeah Than sure, within sure, Within yeah, black think, families Yeah so, I've, I've seen some research but, uh, Right so Data yeah. Data w- guides us We, must, we mustn't exactly. always yeah. go with impressions yeah. And feelings But our data certainly guides that Yeah You know I'm, I'm speaking from just seeing Mm. Yeah, because yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm very non corporate, non commercial. I mean, but from what I see on a day to day basis, I'm gonna I'm mm. gonna throw it back at you, um, and it really must be then a question. Uh, let's explore it a little bit. Mm. But is it maybe more socioeconomic versus race? Because you say, you've used race here. Mm-hmm. Is it not? Is it not necessary? I, I, don't, I, I don't mind. I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind going to race. I see what you're but, saying. But I think is mm-hmm. uh, I mean, let's let's talk about the demographics in in okay. South Africa, in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. We're going to we're going to have more African. Can mm. I say, can I say black? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. I mean, call me a white boy or an umlungu. I'm okay with that. Um, but just just from pure numbers, we're going to see or experience impact. 
um, come together, form yeah. relationships, have conversations mm-hmm. with more of a certain kind of people, mm. and so maybe the numbers would be skewed. Yeah, I would I would hate for it to be then looked at as a race thing versus who are the people speaking, what are their backgrounds, what are their positions in life, yeah. where are they coming from? Okay, simply think of a think of a thirty year old billionaire who's black, or just yes. a or just a really rich thirty year old. Yeah, no, I can think of a you couple. Can think of, of a people, couple, right? But he probably drives a Lambo. Yeah, probably yeah. a couple of gold chains, mm. right? I yeah, mean, we're flamboyant. We, no, we can't run true. away from it. It's a cultural okay. thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we lose our money, and the reason why we're trying to get money is very different from the reason why. I mean, I've I've got friends, and I know why I want to make money. It's, it's <laughs> I want a Rolex too. <laughs> it's that comparison with old money and new money, you know? Yeah, that's all, so. That also goes back to Garrett's social economic. Yeah, to say okay, if you grew up with money, then you're like okay, well. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Been but there, done but that. I want to even shift it more and think of it as something that's generational. The millennial generation is really impatient. Impatient mm. for days. Like, I won't mm. lie. Very impatient. One of the characteristics of the youth is impatience, you know? And I can agree to it. I want to, I want to make that money today, not tomorrow, today, you know? And uh, sometimes that impatience uh, really frustrates us. So I, I think it is something generational because I think we spoke about it off air. Yeah. The fact that our parents only got what they wanted when they were around 40, 50. Yeah. But I want it today. Like. I want it today, bro. Exactly. So it's a generational thing and there's a gap there. That's how I feel. You know, you know what I really like and what people listening on seeing is the, the hands going and the, <laughs> the, the different way people are moving when you, when you think of yourself as being rich. But what I have heard come out here is we're speaking about culture. Mm-hmm. We're talking about socioeconomic position. Mm-hmm. We are speaking potentially about race. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and so there, there are multiple things here. I would hate for to just point at one, one thing, thing yeah, definitely. one thing um, but it is a great question yeah. look at those around you and are, and are you, they the right people to be around if you want to be able to develop at a certain pace in, the certain, in a certain kind of way mm. uh, I think that's a nice question to be going to and, and let's look at each other yeah. Who, yeah. Do we, who do we spend time with yeah your circle uh, like, your circle uh, but then also those people that are potentially the same ambitions as you yeah. and then end? You know, I mean, Gareth, another thing that, coming from that very, um, that very question, black tax. Mm, it's a real thing, bro. Black tax is a real thing. We did, we, we actually had classes on black tax at, at Gibbs. Yes. We were like, you know what, the minute. Yeah, you need to tell me what it is. <laughs> <laughs> black tax is the minute you make your first 10,000, not even dollars, let's mm. go 10,000 rand. Yeah. Right? There's a whole family back in the village. They waiting. Uh, They're like, oh, this brother has made it. <laughs> yeah. He moved to Josie. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? One, you got to take one of your cousins through to come and live with you. Yeah. Get him a job or get him into school. You got to send money for school fees mm. back to the village. Uh, uniforms, food. We don't have the opportunity. I want to say most black people don't have the opportunity to experiment. Mm. You know, because even your parents, they that, said, that foundation again. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's sending your children to school is more like an investment yeah. in the African community. Mm. We send you to school so that you can take care of us. So where you, you know, where Caucasian can take a, a, a gap year, go to France and think of a great idea and then come back to his trust fund and then start a company. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. It's getting this, this is this is gen, these are serious generalizations, and, yeah, and, and, and I'm okay with generalizations, except they just don't fit me. So I'm, <laughs> I'm taking exception to this. Yeah. No, no, but I mean, I think where we must go, let's go there. Yeah. Is this idea of foundation? Mm. Um. So there's nothing wrong with being impatient, but the the I'm going to say it in maybe not such a nice way. You're okay. stupid if you are. On, 
Uh, I don't want to say it that way. Come on, say it. It's on radio, bro. No, look, you 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 really are stupid if you don't have a strategy. Yeah. You can yeah. be impatient within a strategy. Uh, impatient within it's a strategy. Yeah. If you don't have a strategy and you just want, 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 it's, you, you, it doesn't make sense. You're ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um, Where do you want to end up? That's the question. How are you going to get that vision? You need to be very strategic and intentional with where you want to go. Otherwise, you'll end up anyway. That's the thing. But simply, that's what I'm saying. That you see, the black tax is what usually pressurizes the person. It's like, oh my god, I have to do this for my family. Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, it's also like guilt tripping. Yeah. And and I always speak about, you know, the dependency syndrome amongst um black Africans to say we need to kill that dependency syndrome. Yeah. When and if I have children, I'm going to make sure that you know what, I send them to school for themselves. Yeah. Mm. And then after that, if you want to buy me a watch on my 40th, fine. No, but yeah. you're, you're no, right. But I'm not expecting yeah. I mean, uh, me being part of the Caucasian or white community, we just send our parents off when they're too old and we put them in a, put them in a home <laughs> oh. and we go on with our lives. Yeah. That's a generalization and I don't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, so as you sit here, Simpiwe, you have a foundation. Yeah. You, I, I think you now have room to be impatient. Yeah. Uh, just talk us through... Some of the traps that you've fallen into being impatient, though, and then sure. come in uh, because you've got you've done some traveling all over the mm. world. There's a lot of things that you've been able to do, and please, please bring it into the yeah. conversation. I think one of the biggest things you need to realize is the circumstance and situation. And we're talking about foundation, right? But what type of environment are you in? Are you fortunate enough to have some support from parents? Are you allowed to to be impatient in the time that you're living in? Because from a youthful point of view, I, I'm still fortunate enough to get some support from my parents when I need support. And if you don't have that, your life completely changes in a completely... It's hard to make mistakes. Yeah, right? it's harder to make mistakes. So what type of support system and foundation do you have? Because if you don't have that support system and foundation, you can't necessarily be as impatient as you want to be because there's a lot of things you need to set up. You, you always sound great on air. I want you to be vulnerable and tell us about a couple of mistakes that you've made. I'm not going to let you get out of this. All right. All right. Uh, what are some mistakes that you made? And you can look back on them and say, mm. I was the impatient entrepreneur and it was actually stupid to do. Okay. So in all honesty, leaving my job when I left it yeah. and as, as quickly as I did was a mistake. Okay. But I'm glad I did. Sure. Because I've really learned a lot about who I am right now so and where I want to go. What do you think you left behind? I left a lot of uh, security and structure. Okay, the stability. Yeah, the stability. And you know, it, it, it gets frustrating as, at times where, you, where you're working like a freelancer now. You're making money off like speaking gigs and all of that. And money doesn't come as quickly as you want it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, today's the 25th. You, 25th comes by and you're <laughs> like, oh, right. I would have been earning some good money now. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I think the consistency of the financial resource, that, that's something that, that, that I really regret turning back on. But you know, at the same time, I, 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 I am vulnerable with that. And financially, it was deep for me initially. But I'm glad I did Because I will emphasize the fact That I'm living life on my terms And I'm so at peace about it Because I used to get really frustrated Going into the same routine Each and every day Sitting at a desk in front of a laptop And wondering what the hell am I doing with my life When I could be out there in the streets And inspiring people Like if I look back at it I wouldn't be here right now in the studio with you guys I'd be at the office again thinking "Oh, yeah, no, it's a good yeah. point. Exactly. It's, it's a really good point And um, I, I just want to quickly then touch on your journey one more time yeah. here Before we before we maybe go uh, There's another angle that I yeah. just want us to touch on We're running out of time here yeah. um, Did you go into it with a plan or a strategy? I want everyone <laughs> who's listening to be converted to this idea that you must have a plan. No, true, very true. Initially, I didn't. I won't lie to you. Oh, really? Yeah. You, you jumped ship. I jumped ship. And it was a good. Uh, just name the brand. 
tell everyone. Oh, that. I was at Deloitte. It Deloitte. Was, yeah, that's, a big, a that's a big company. company yeah. Yeah. But I was at a stage where, like, towards the end of last year, I was really starting to get a lot, a lot, uh, really depressed because, I mean, I was in a couple of car accidents and it wasn't even my fault, you mm. know? <laughs> and then I was like, I hate those. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And then I was questioning, what the hell is the point to life, you know? You could easily lose your life today or tomorrow. And what will they say about you? What will you have done? What will you have accomplished? And when I started off this year, I was like, you know what? This is 2016. I really want to press reset. Am I really going after everything that I ever wanted to? So you had a feeling, yeah, but you didn't have a plan. Yeah, it was my gut feeling to just jump ship and really go in faith because I really felt that everything would fall in place slowly but surely afterwards. And I had the solid foundation. You need to remember yep, that. Yep. The solid foundation is critical. I, I could do it. Not everybody could do that, you know. Let's create a plan. We've got two minutes. Let's yeah. create a plan for every impatient entrepreneur out there who is listening right now. What should they have potentially done instead of just jumping ship or Oh, in certainly in run up to jumping ship. What do you think? What, what, think let's let's f- five points. What do we do? Um, mm-hmm. Firstly, from my own experience, travel, exposure. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. And, be and, a lot of exposure. And we've had CEOs, JSE listed CEOs, say exactly the same yeah. thing: mm-hmm. go and travel, see the world, get, yeah. get context, get exposure. Exactly. Nice. For me, if you want to make a major risk, make sure that you're financially stable for the next couple of months so that you've got that cushion. You know, that's exactly. something very important. It's like when you open up a company, a yeah. new company, you pay six months rent in advance. You've yeah. got six months salaries. Yeah. yeah. So nice. what, what we could, uh, um, Finan- capital. Yeah, capital. That's an important thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else, man? Third one. Um, yeah, we're not, we haven't even jumped shipped yet here. Yeah. So we, we're developing a plan. Yeah. First, we, first we say, well, actually go and use what you've got while you can. Mm-hmm. Go and travel, get some, some context and exposure. Develop a, a certain kind of security, yeah. a, mm-hmm. a capital base, whatever it is necessary. Mm. But uh, if I may add to that, by the way, um, don't just develop a capital base or a, a, certainly a financial backup plan that serves just you, but yeah. serves your dream as well. Exactly. And separate them and don't let them ever touch. Exactly. Okay. Make sure that you can fund your lifestyle mm. while you're also funding a business. Yeah. I think that maybe is. I think. A, a I think for me, point. the third one is, and at what level do you have your vision stated? Are you very intentional to the to the finer details of your vision? I think even before that, have a vision. Yeah. yeah. Explore who you really <laughs> yeah. are. Yeah. Perhaps yeah. Even. yeah. And then. Be intentional with how you're going to do it. Like, let's, we're planning here. We're trying to get out of here. But where are you going to go? What's your first step? And what's your next step going to lead to? You, you know, know some, one of the worst things that sometimes people feel so passionate. They go into so much planning mm. yeah. over an idea that's going to suck. Almost <laughs> a, uh, yeah, uh, that's a very, very <laughs> good point. You know so there's mean? analysis paralysis. But then also, <laughs> you've, you've convinced yourself emotionally, maybe spiritually, that yeah, like, exactly. this is going to work. Yeah. And it yeah. actually sucks. So and it actually sucks. Maybe then that's the next point. Mm. And because we are definitely running mm. out of time. Yeah. Go out and test your idea yeah. against mentors yeah. in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the one of the CEOs he runs a, an organization that's worth over four hundred million dollars, four billion uh, now more mm. than four billion rand. Um, and he said, if you're so convinced of your product, go out and try sell it for five thousand rand. Yeah, first, and then and then come back and yeah. then we'll, okay. we'll yeah. talk. Um, and then a last point, I what? guess I'm going to just say, yeah. just, just do it. Yeah, go just for it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Guys, we have run out of time. It's yeah. been a fantastic conversation. <laughs> I, I haven't experienced something quite like that, but that's because both of you are such fantastic <laughs> guests. I just just tell everyone the time of your show, where, where they can download the podcasts. Mm. Let's just go around the room and then right. let's shut this down. So it's the Unplugged and In Charge radio show, Thursdays at 12 to 1 on cliffcentral.com. And we're also on uh, Take Charge Tuesdays 
on Aria Kalman's Drive Time Show. So you can catch us on Take Charge Tuesday or Unplugged and In Charge Radio Show. Fantastic. Thanks for being yeah. Yeah, and you can catch the immigrants on Zim Conversations. Uh, find our podcast on the cliffcentral.com app or the website uh, every Friday. Yeah, the immigrants. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great name. All right. Uh, you need to trademark that one for us. Yeah, yeah that's a really, really it's important, in fact. We'll talk about that in another show. <laughs> but uh, today we have run out of time, unfortunately. But thanks for joining us, guys, in the studio. And Sweet, we. Man are going to be back after the break speaking to a career strategist. And so maybe there's a, there's a nice dovetail mm-hmm. here between this yeah. conversation and that one. Join us uh, after this. Future CEOs on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.